What is up, podcast listeners? Thank you for giving me a few moments of your day to listen to this podcast. This is the Matt Baxter Show. I'm your host, Matt Baxter, and this podcast is about purpose, passion, and calling. Super stoked to have you as a listener because we're going to dive into some awesome, intense stories about people who are going through this journey of this thing called life, and we're all just figuring this out together. But seriously, you're giving me a little bit of your time, and I want to make sure it's valuable and worthwhile. So have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was getting this podcast off the ground, we first started as the Wedgecast, evolved into the Matt Baxter Show. There was a lot of questions that we had, like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show in all the different places like Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, Zencaster, all these different places. And yet it just seemed very, very complicated. But the simple thing for us as we began to navigate the waters is the answer to every single one of these questions, questions excuse me, was really simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. Yeah, free. And it's ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise in your podcast. That means you can get paid podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, making money. Okay, it's sweet. It's easy. It's not a big cheap plug on an ad, but it's just simple and easy to use. So for us, it's one of the best parts about it is we can do it entirely remote or in studio. So you can record, you've got that really, really high, you know, high in the sky person that you're going to have as a guest on your podcast. You got to do it remote. Anchor is easy to use. You got people who are willing to come to your studio, your house, your office, wherever you're recording it. Boom. Anchor. Love it. Simple, easy, simple and easy to use. So if you ever want to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. Join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome to the Wedgecast. My name is Matt Baxter. I'm the CEO and founder of a company called Wedge, and I'm sitting here with Tim Sackett, who has just become an awesome friend throughout this whole process. But <laughs> most importantly, I'm kind of sitting in the presence of greatness. What I do know is that I, th- I think there's something I read along the lines of being the starting backup point guard for your men's basketball league. Is that right? Yeah, for sure. Like it, always. I don't even know if I show up to play anymore. <laughs> I just I just feel presence when I'm when I'm with you. It's it's awesome. So anyways, Tim is a is a man who understands HR, understands recruiting, understands the tech behind it. He's a unique background from recruiting side, HR side, and also the trends going forward. So I guess with that, can you give us just a little bit of background of kind of what you're doing now and then yeah. we'll kind of dive into a few questions? Well, I'm based here right in Lansing, Michigan. Yep. Um, run uh, HRU Technical Resources. So I'm the president of that. It's IT engineering staffing. Also, um, write every single day at timsackett.com. Um, just launched my book this year, The Talent Fix. Yep. And yep. so a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but it's all, for the most part, around talent acquisition HR. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so okay, so you've been in the game. You understand sort of where things are going. You're involved. You go to conferences. You speak at conferences. You're writing a book. So in the last six months to a year, I mean, what are you noticing that's maybe different than what it's been in the past? Well, I mean, I, I think everyone's feeling the pain of not being able to attract talent. Mm-hmm. So we know that that's already been there. That's not new. I think what's the new piece of it is is, is watching all the companies adjust yeah. to try to figure out how do we go after candidates because it's hurting our growth. It's, you know, it's, um, it's, it's not making us successful, all these things. Um, and so what we're seeing, I think is a lot of the marketing trends are continuing now. Again, that's another trend that's been happening for a while. Sure. But like when you look at personalization, hyper-personalization, um, really getting the connection between, I mean, if you think about, 
Generation Z, young millennials, they don't necessarily want to apply to a job. Right. They want to apply to their job. Yeah, exactly. They want to apply to a job that's designed for them. The fit, the purpose, the how, where, where am I adding value and and I want to be there. Yeah. I mean, if I, you know, you want me to apply to a job or that two other, 200 other people apply to you. I mean, yeah. So do you really want me? And so how are we personalizing the message to me is one of the things that I've seen probably the biggest increase in, which is this kind of how do we personalize? And then the hard part of that is that it's just one-on-one, me and you yeah i can personalize to you really well right but if it's one to a hundred one to a thousand now that hyper personalization becomes really difficult at scale so i think that's where the technology um, has really come in to help a lot and we're seeing some of that yeah so i guess what in all that so that's certainly uh, there's a lot to learn both from a company side and from a job seeker side but what what's your advice to job seekers in that process so knowing one, it's a job seeker market, right? Companies are trying to do anything they can to get people in the door. So, so knowing that, what what's your advice to job seekers who might actually still be struggling to find, or just how to navigate the waters of that? Yeah, I mean, one is I think every person has to have their own brand. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I'm kind of like, a, I mean, a test case for that, right? Like I have my own Tim Sackett brand, and then I also run a company and do these other things. And even I struggle on connecting brands, right? Because I don't want necessarily. I mean, if, if I have a, a great personal brand, that's fine. But if it's not helping my career, it's not helping my business, then it doesn't make sense. So it's, sure. it's making sure it's all kind of connected. Um, and I think a lot of younger people, especially if they had like Gen X parents or baby boom grandparents that were in the business world, and they give them advice that doesn't that isn't necessarily relevant today, which sure. is you know, like, you know, you know, they're like, you know, they're kind of coming to them and saying like, oh, you just you know, you you know, you have to be a company person or you have to do this and <laughs> do your it, time and never never leave and well, you, you get there. Yeah, it's more about the company than it is you. And I'm like, well, no, it's both, right? Yeah. It's, you still have to have a strong personal brand um, to be able to go out and do what you need to do personally. Um, but also, it's it's that connection of personal and professional. Like my grandparents, my mother and dad, they would sit there and go, well, no, I have two lives, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, I have a personal life and I have a professional life. And, I'm, and they're two different people. Yeah. And I think when we take a look at younger generations, it's, no, I'm going to live one life. I'm yeah. going to be the same person professionally as I am personally. And either you will, you will, those will connect yep. or they won't. And I'm probably not the person you want. Yeah. So I, I, I think you sort of alluded to this to some degree, but I guess on that. So if you were to go search for a job, you know, today, knowing what you know, whether it's, you know, when you were kind of in the job seeking market or like just if you were to go search for a job today, what would you do differently maybe than what you had in the past or what you, I guess, now that you know what you know? Well, I mean, I definitely wouldn't spray him. Like spray and pray. Like again, like here's it's the one. It's kind of what we're told to do from talent acquisition professionals. Yeah. Versus what really works. Yeah. We're told follow the process. Sure. Go. You know, here's A, B, C, D. E. <laughs> you know, go to the website and put in the stuff and do this. The reality is, is most applicants that go through and post a resume or post an application or post to a job on a website never get seen. Right. Right. They get lost in the ATS. I mean, let's, like just a normal position. Let's say a person puts up a position for a customer service rep. A hundred people apply. Yep. Talent acquisition professional is going to get in the system. They're going to take a look at the first ten. Yep. They're going to find five that are close. They're going to call those five. They're probably going to screen out a couple, and all of a sudden they're going to interview three. And they're going to hire one. Well, there's ninety people that never even got looked at. Exactly. And so, how do you get yourself to the front of that pile? Well, I would network with people at the company. I would network with people I went to school with. And I would have somebody I know 
walk my resume down to the person so that's you know hiring, it's to the hiring manager, not yeah. even to talent acquisition HR, because the hiring manager then is going to come. Because here's something also behind it's the dynamics of culture in yeah. organizations is hiring managers love to go to HR and throw the resume on the desk and act like they, they did right, the work. Right, right, right. You know, Here's the person, hey, done deal. I know I, your job's easy now. I found somebody. <laughs> you just go ahead and vet them. Send them over for the interview. Yeah, everything's good. They're going to be great. It, but but they love doing that. And again, talent acquisition HR, like, they don't really care. Like, yeah. know, they don't sit there and go, oh, no, I'm going to find the person instead. I'm going to find you a better person. Right, right. They're just like, thank God I'm going to fill that job, <laughs> exactly. right? So, so it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't, no one's, like, getting their feelings hurt, but you're kind of playing to the dynamics of organizational culture. Sure. Um, um, and at the same time, just doing what you need to do, which yeah. is go out and build your network. Yep. You know, and I get so many people that will go, well, I went to you know Michigan State University, and well, you know, and I, you know, I don't, you know, I just don't have that big of a network from there. And I'm like, are you kidding? There's forty thousand people a year graduating. Like, like the you, network of alumni, wherever wherever it is, they the don't care. Of, yeah. yeah. I mean, if there's a company you know and you do a search and you search for the university and you find somebody and you just say, look, hey, I'm a Sparty reaching out or I'm a Wolverine reaching out or whatever, like those networks will actually do you really well. Oh, my goodness. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So total entertaining question. Favorite favorite interview question. I love to ask people because here's what I get is somebody I'll I'll interview somebody like let's say for a recruiter. Yeah. Yeah. And because that's what I hire in my company. Yeah. And and they'll go, oh, you know, recruiting's my life. I'm a (laughs) I'm a recruiter, and I'll say, oh, good. So let me know how you stay up in the field. How do you stay (laughs) relevant in the field? What do you study? What are you reading? What are you going to do? Well, that passion is it. It No, well, uh, (laughs) I show up every day, right? (laughs) I I, I'm a uh, you know I love recruiting. I work every day. (laughs) I I read your blog. Right? Yeah, they don't even do that. No, that would get them hired. No. Um, hopefully, if, we're, if they made the interview stage with you, yeah, yeah, smart exactly. enough to understand that. At least read the most three recent ones. Yeah, so at least when, they, when you call something yeah. out. <laughs> um, but it's it's shocking to me to see people who are ten years, fifteen years, twenty years into a field. And then when you ask them that question, they look at you like, "Oh crap! I don't really do anything to stay relevant." Right. Like I, I'm not, I, I mean, again, even if you was just like, "Well, I run a, I'm, I belong to a Facebook group of recruiters in my city." Like, great. At Sweet. least you're network. At least you're doing something that's engaging you in your field. Um, because I want people who are passionate. Right. I don't even care if they're passionate about the job I'm hiring them for. If they come back, like I, I have a great story. I've interviewed uh, a woman for a recruiter position, entry level, no background. Yeah. And you know, I really wanted to find out. Like, talk to me about what you're passionate about. And she was passionate about dance, and then she started leading me through, like, all the stuff she did in this dancing yep, and, yep. and all the work and all the different things and i'm like there's a person like if i know you know how to follow your passion right and if i can get you passionate about the job i'm hiring you for it's a done deal exactly they'll figure Connects that the out dots. yeah yep, yep. and so many people just don't right. they don't do it hmm. Well, that's awesome. Tim, thank you so much for uh, being on the show. I think, yeah, man. I think what you offered is uh, it's, it's a unique blend between being on the candidate side, being in the recruiting world, and then also understanding the HR side. So I think it's all awesome. So, yeah, I mean, the best recruiters, right, are really just people that can put themselves in the candidate's shoes and say, how would I want to be recruited? It's, exactly. It's the same exactly. Thing. That's awesome. So right. thank you so much. Thank you. Great show. Right.